Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, and self-defense. Now, here are your hosts, Dave Stahl, Lance Pelkey, and Michael Schwartz. Hey, hey folks, this is Gun Sports Radio. We really want to thank all our listeners. Go to www.gunsportsradio.com or you can go to Facebook and just put Gun Sports Radio. We're right there. And this segment is brought to you by the good folks at the Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego, 92111, 10 to 10, seven days a week. Go to www.thegunrangesandiego, the Nordstrom's of gun ranges. Everything that you're into guns, whether you're a first-time shooter or a pro, they will take care of you like you are family. Take a run down there, seven days a week, 10 to 10. You can't beat it. All right, we got Lance Pelkey in the house. We got Michael Schwartz and Mr. Dramisi all in the same room. In the flesh. Yeah. Hey, we also want to talk about Trident Gunsmithing. Are you getting ready to go hunting? Or do you have a gun or a weapon that needs to be worked on? Because they got a great gunsmith there. And their classes are even better. They've totally revamped the place. So you really need to check them out. Go to tridentgunsmithing.com, tridentgunsmithing.com. All right. Ooh, he's a firearm expert. Or enthu- oh, not expert. I thought I said expert. Now you're just an enthusiast. <laughs> Weren't you an expert at one time? Now you've been demoted to enthusiast. Well, I have fun now. I'm enthusiastic. Ah, you're very enthusiastic. And Michael, you were nice enough to bring him in. Usually he doesn't come in until either one of you guys aren't in. Well, we were up at uh, the uh, Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club shooting sporting clays. Thank you, Michael, sporting. for hosting. Absolutely. Well, you know, in Alpine, Joe Gramisi was up there blasting away. What What was your score? I don't know. I don't. You know, do we total everything Mike, up at the end? Hey, does that mean when you, you don't? Took off. I was waiting for you. We yeah. did. I didn't. I don't think we. Uh, well, we all ran. We had to be on the radio, so we all like sprinted we, towards our car. <laughs> we had a good time. Though. It was really nice. Beautiful, it was a beautiful day. So out of the three, who shot the best? Oh, I we think we know. all we, we all hit a target once <laughs> in a while, but we're just at this, this age. We're happy just to be alive, Dave. Yes, don't don't don't. You know, hey, I'm way God older than willing. you, my friend. I'm way older than you. <laughs> so good. So you guys had a great time, and we did. Joe, you, you do a lot of writing for uh, San Diego County gun owners. So. I do try to get something out every week on our uh, blog site. So on our website let, on the blog page. And what's the content normally? Um, something related to Second Amendment stuff. We talk about the gun control laws, different political things. We talk about guns and equipment, training. Um, This week, talked about a book. So, learning a a little bit. What kind of book? So, what I wrote about this week, um, something called Violence of Mind by Varg Freeborn. And um, what it talks about is violent predators and why violent predators do what they do and how they think and um, that kind of stuff so that those of us that have taken responsibility for our own personal safety mm-hmm. and for our families, those of us that carry concealed and that kind of thing, um, if you understand how these criminals, how they think, what they do, what they look for, um, you could hopefully avoid having an encounter with Take your like mic that. and just kind of bend it up a little bit. There you go. How's that? That's good. Is that good? Yeah. Okay. No, because it doesn't yeah, want to stay up, so you have up. to just raise the whole arm up a little bit. Okay, so we'll try this. Uh, and then there's some knobs on the side you can try tightening them. Oh, we could. How's that work? Will that work? How's that? My, she good? loves it. She okay, loves it. Okay, so we're good. She here. was giving you the stink eye there for a second. Okay. Now, she wasn't giving it to me. I can't see her. So That's why I'm <laughs> telling you right now, because she's throwing it at me, dude. She even got out of her chair and went to the corner. Anywho, so... Mm. So, have you read the book? I'm okay. Sure. Um, yeah, I did. I thought I'd read it and then write about it a little bit. That's so, um, 
So, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Freeborn's background is is pretty interesting because a lot of people that teach self-defense and that kind of stuff, he teaches violence education and self-defense. And he trains civilians, he trains law enforcement, he trains military. And um, uh, what's kind of unique about him is he has uh, lots of firsthand experience with violence mm-hmm. uh, because of the environment he grew up in. And he was involved in a self-defense thing that did not go well, and it cost him five years in prison. Dude. So out of all that, he turned everything around, mm-hmm. and now he's one of the uh, premier trainers in that kind of in that field. Wow. And um, what's interesting, what I wanted to mention here, the two ideas that he talked about, lots of good ideas in the book, but two of the things he talks about that are a little bit different, um, he talks about concealment. Which uh, a lot of us, when we think concealment, you know, you're just thinking, okay, concealing your firearm, your weapon, or whatever. He takes it a lot further, and he says, um, with concealment, you're concealing your capabilities, your knowledge, not only any weapons or anything you have like that. Um, from his experience, what he's saying is predators like predictability. Uh, when they're selecting people, they would rather select someone who they think is predictable. They know what that person knows or can do, mm-hmm. as opposed to someone that strikes them as not predictable. Mm-hmm. So he says by hiding that kind of stuff, the way you dress, um, you see people walk around with the tactical gear and all that stuff on. Um, he says a lot of times you're you're either telegraphing what you might know, or even worse than that, um, he says if you really don't know that stuff, if you're just mm-hmm. dressing the part, he said predators can pick that out. They know. Mm-hmm. And you may actually be attracting that kind of thing. Sure. So it's stuff that people should be aware of, you know, as you're carrying and you're doing things. The other thing he talks about is your mission. And um, you'll hear law enforcement people talk about this a lot. They'll say their their big deal is they want to get home at that night at mm-hmm. the end of the shift to mm-hmm. see their families and to, to live and enjoy their families for the rest of their lives. And he's saying as a as an armed civilian, you need to have the exact same mission. Mm-hmm. Your mission is to go out, do what you need to do all day and to make it home safely. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that all the decisions you make during the day um, should be in support of your mission. So when you think about intervening, when you see something going on, do you think about, do I take this shortcut? Do I do the long way around? Um, all the decisions you make should be supporting you getting home safely. Mm-hmm. I saw a road rage thing this morning, which just, and I see this a lot, just cracked me up. There was a, a guy ahead of me and a smaller car, and he was going kind of slow, and there was a pickup truck that ended up right behind him. So the pickup truck was tired of waiting and just went around him, and he didn't do it aggressively. He didn't shoot out, cut the guy off, and he just moved over, went around him, and mm-hmm. got back in front of him. Well, the guy in the little car, I guess, didn't like that now, and immediately flips his hand out the window at the guy. Then he, now he decides to speed up, comes up behind the guy, shoots out next to him, gets ahead of him, and almost cuts him off, shooting across the road to get to his exit. And doing things like that does not support your mission um, in getting back home. You don't know what that other guy's got. You don't know if he's armed. He's not armed. You don't know if he's crazier than you are. So so, so you'll back up the fact that my wife wants to put a Kenworth air horn on her Prius. <laughs> I'm serious. She wants to put a ah, ah. So when these people get in front, she wants to honk at them. So and, you're saying that's not a good idea? And again, you don't know who you're honking. I know. That's what I try you to tell. You know, does the guy have a sense of humor or no? Then, of course, we do have people that have water cannons on their cars. Little and, tiny water yeah. cannons. Yeah, anyway. little tiny ones. I don't know how tiny it is, but it's a pretty good stream. But no, because you just don't know out there nowadays. So that's good to have that mission. Yeah, and I've seen that a number of times. And uh, Freeborn's book is pretty good. There's a lot of good stuff in there about just different things you should be aware of. Because we're, you know, we're encouraging people 
um, to get their concealed carry now that we were able to, to change the sheriff's mind right. a little bit. And it's up to, what is it, 2,117, About I think? That. Yep, 2,100. Uh, wow. Permits now in the county. So we're making progress there. But along with getting that, you know, I'd like to try to encourage people to learn and to educate themselves a bit because yeah. it's, you know, it's a big responsibility. You need That's to think important. about some things out there. Without the shadow of it. Now, where do you get this book? Um, you can get it on Amazon. I bought it from Amazon. Uh, Freeborn's got a site. If you just um, type in, if you just Google Varg Free, Freeborn, uh, you'll see it there. You'll see it on Amazon. But we could find your article on gun. You could also go to oh, the- Oh, that's even uh, better. There's also a link to it in I the article say, okay. I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The article's on San Diego County Gun Owners com in, in our blog section. Perfect. Joe does an awesome job. Absolutely. That's why he's here. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. We come back a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 96, 1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. This is Gun Sports Radio, FM 96. 1 a.m. 1170. And this segment is brought to you by the good folks at. Oh, wait, where am I at here? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have to look at a different name. But we got John Dillon coming up, the gun laws in California. So we're going to talk with him in a moment. But we want to first off, how can you make your AR rifle legal and keep your features? If you want your AR to have a pistol grip, telescoping stock, or grip, and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Whether you're buying a new AR or need to make your current AR compliant, Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution. Go to CaliKey.com, CaliKey.com. Hey, do you or any of your family members have a taser, pepper spray, firearm, weapons, or what would you do if you got arrested? What would you do? Do you have a lawyer? Do you have bucket loads of money to get yourself out of jail? No, you don't. Go to FirearmsLegal.com for $10 a month, 24-hour service for your whole family. 469-310-9100. That's firearmslegal.com. Do not go unprotected. John Dillon, how are you doing, bud? Hey, how's it going, guys? Where are you now? You're gone again. I'm at my home. Oh, <laughs> changing diapers. You know, you're a true sport, you know, no matter what they say. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, my, my wife's had the flu the last couple of days. Ooh. So, uh, I've been on full dad duty uh, the last 48 hours. <laughs> well, we won't keep you on for very long because I know, you know burping, diaper. Yeah, I know all that stuff. It's just crazy. So what good news have you got for us today, my friend? Well, I actually do have something that's uh, some good news. I'm sure uh, you guys have heard. Uh, we have the U.S. Supreme Court has decided to take a, a gun rights case. Yes. Uh, Really? What? <laughs> uh, we have, yeah, I, I say it and I, I don't believe it, but it's New York State Rifle and Pistol Association uh, v. New York. Uh, and how much do you guys know about this case here? Well, it's, uh, people can't travel to New York City, I guess, uh, with their gun unless they go to a gun range or something like that. Yeah, so it's That's terrible. In New York, and this is the city ordinance, they give out premises permits. To have a gun on your premises, yeah, really. But you are not allowed to leave the city with that gun. You can't travel yeah. with that gun, even if it's unloaded in a locked container in your trunk. Can't travel with it unless you're going to one of seven ranges within the city. Yep. Uh, if you 
are going anywhere else, you're prohibited. It's against the law. You can't leave the state. Even if you have, let's say you have a second home outside of the city, it is illegal for you to even take your gun to your own home. Oh, my So God. it's a very, it's a draconian, crazy law, and it only exists in New York. This, this is the only one of its kind that's uh, so restrictive. Uh, so the you know, Supreme Court has finally decided to uh, step up to the plate and take a Second Amendment case. Uh, and there's two ways to, to really look at this. One way is that this is an extremely limited and uh, limited case in the sense that, like I said, this is a, a city ordinance that only exists in New York. Uh, so there's, you know, there's two main uh, things that this case could shed light on. And one is it'll just address this very specific case, uh, but it will show us how our new Supreme Court is going to be addressing the Second Amendment. Um, so that's one thing, just their general take on how they're going to, uh, you know, address and rule on Second Amendment cases. The second thing is we may get some really solid commentaries, you know, or even support regarding carrying or possessing firearms outside the home because, you know, at its core, this is all about having a gun outside your home and traveling with your mm-hmm. firearm. So this case may give us some really solid language if they rule in our favor. Um, so it's a good case. Uh, you know, everyone should be excited that, the, you know, the Supreme Court is hearing everything. But, you know, because this is the court system, there's no guarantee they're going to rule our way. Mm-hmm. Uh and so we'll see. I, I, I would find it shocking if uh, they didn't rule in the Second Amendment's favor on this one. Um, but I, I would say this is a case where uh, this comes shortly after uh, Justice Thomas's dissent when he uh, said he, he wrote in his dissenting opinion that SCOTUS, or the U.S. Supreme Court, was abdicating its duty to protect a constitutional right as evidenced by their inaction to take Second Amendment cases. You know, this is interesting because the the Supreme Court has rejected a number of uh, Second Amendment cases that uh, have to do with assault weapons and very other hot-button topics. So this is a much more narrow take, but it still can give us a lot, I think. How can they? Um, how can they reject? How can they reject anything? That's not their job. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. You know, and Thomas, Justice Thomas, is right there with us. He, he honestly, he called. Uh, he described the Second Amendment as a disfavored right in this court, as the right to keep and bear arms is apparently this court's constitutional orphan. And you know, and, and he called. The, the other justices out uh, when they continue to deny uh, many of these very ripe cases that should have been heard. Wow. Uh, we got a number of courts throughout the country that uh, disagree on all sorts of stuff. Sure. Uh, you have lower courts and courts of appeals who are, you know, at least in my opinion, mm. uh, wholly abusing the constitutional processes sure. of determining whether or not a law is constitutional. They do not, especially in the Ninth Circuit and in California, intermediate scrutiny when it comes to Second Amendment is not the same as uh, in other cases. So 
this may give us a, a good foundation. We never know. This may be the beginning of more cases being accepted by the, the Supreme Court. But we don't know. We'll see. All but right. it is good news. We actually are going to be in front of the court. When, is, when does it go up in front of them, guys? I actually don't have it in front of me. It's not going to be heard for a little while, though. Okay. So, But I'll give an update next week All on right. timing if it's posted. All right, buddy. Hey, well, thank you very much. I'm going to let you go a little early because we had another guest sneak in, uh, and we kind of need to take care of him I as well. I see how it is. I, I oh, no. you got to go change a diaper, I know, or at least make your wife some chicken soup. I, I'm never calling again. He, oh. finally, he, finally, he finally has good news, and we're kicking him off. Yeah, I know. The first time he gives us good news, and we're dumping him. See, that'll teach him. No more good news. I'm sticking to bad news from here on out. Yeah, right. Listen to you. All right, buddy. Hey, right. folks, if you ever need a good quality uh, gun lawyer, cafirearmslaw.com. That's cafirearmslaw.com. Or you can call John Direct. He will answer the phone, 760-431-9501. Trust me. And in fact, if you hook up with firearmslegal.com and you get in trouble, you could end up with John Dillon as your representative because nobody, nobody does it better. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. All right. So, hey, we got another guest on the line. Do you want to introduce him? Absolutely. So just over three years ago, about three and a half years ago, when we started San Diego County Gun Owners, the very the second person to say, yeah, I want I want to help this get off the ground and, and someone who's been very supportive of our organization uh, from the very beginning, every single year, fantastic guy, just announced last week that he is running uh, for city council out in Santee, uh, and that's Dustin Trotter. Dustin, are you there? I am. I am. Congratulations, man. Thank you for uh, jumping in the race. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I appreciate you guys having me on today. Thank you. You bet. And thank you so much for all your support for uh, uh, San Diego County Gun Owners. You've already bought a table for our gun prom. You've always been supportive. You're a 10 ring member. You're a, a rock solid Second Amendment guy through and through. So tell me what uh, made you decide to jump in and uh, uh, run for city council? Well, the city council stuff, you know, as you know, Mike, you're a citizen here in Santee also. We've been friends. And, you know, I, I do a lot of volunteerism and philanthropy in Santee. It, the city council is kind of the next level of civic duty for me. You know, I, I really do believe in our community. I raised my children here, my family. My wife was born and raised here also, the same as myself. And it's just, like I said, a next level of a civic duty for me to take that next step. Yeah, I actually live in Dustin's district. You know, this is the, I guess this is going to be the second election, right, where they where we have districts? And Yeah, uh, yeah, 2018 was the first year that we went to a district election, so the first time for this this particular district will be the first time it comes up in 2020. 2020, so, you, I mean, so you're launching early. I mean, you basically launched just a couple months after the 2018 election, um, which I'm very happy about. You're running against an incumbent I've not been happy with. Uh, you know, and like, like I said, this is me personally and San Diego County gun owners. He's been, uh, uh, my personal opinion, I, I don't agree with the direction he is going with the city. Um, but with San Diego County gun owners, he endorsed a bunch of anti-gunners last time around and, uh, it's been really disappointing. So, uh, I'm really happy to see somebody who, you know, doesn't just give the second amendment lip service, but somebody that truly, you know, puts their money where their mouth is, uh, running for uh, Santee city council. I, I think a lot of people assume you know, oh, East County, Santee, El Cajon, all these places, like we just magically, you know, get uh, uh, pro-Second Amendment uh, city council members. But that's not true. It's it's Things are changing, wouldn't you say? 
Oh, yeah, man. This, this last election, we've seen it not just in East County, but obviously countywide throughout San Diego. We've had um, quite a change in our political you know, arena out here. And in East County got attacked, too. I mean, Santee got attacked. Our, mm-hmm. Some of our local, um, you know, local congressmen, assemblymen, and senators, everybody got attacked, you know, from, from, from the leftist. And at the end of the day, we got to protect, you know, what we believe in and the Second Amendment. Here's the thing, Mike. I, I, when these people take an oath of office, they are taking a oath to protect the Constitution of, the, of California and the Constitution of the United States. It's right in that statement when they do it. And I don't know if they don't understand what they're taking an oath for or not, but it's clear as day what they're, you know, what they're committing to, and they're not following through on that at all. And now is that, you know, some of the what happened with the last election and the fact that you're going up against an incumbent, is that part of the reason you jumped in uh, early? Because I, I, this is pretty early for a city council member to, especially in Santee, to announce. Was that part of the reason? It absolutely is. I mean, you know, getting to it this early, it's, it's for me, I knew this is what I wanted to do. So I just made it very clear to everybody, I'm all in no matter what. And, and you know this about me. Mm-hmm. Since we've been friends, you remember sitting on that bar stool in 2015, and you, you brought you brought this uh, Senate Canada Gunner's idea up to me, and you said, hey, Dustin, I'm quitting my job in the, the banking world, and this is what I'm going to do. You know, what do you think? And I said, Michael, where do I write you a check right now? Yep. You know, I'm, I'm a kind of guy that puts my money where my mouth is, and I, and I go all in, and I work my butt off to, to earn, you know, and to go after everything that I, that I truly, truly believe in. And like you said, I, just with Senate Canada Gun Owners, you know, I've been in there every single uh, gun prom, you know, yep. that you've had each year. Yep. I've been a ten ring member, you know, every single year, and and I write my check before the new year starts every year, right? Yes, you do, and I appreciate that. Yeah, and I remember it. I, I got to tell you, some of the best political ideas start out with uh, you know sitting on a bar stool, don't they? You know, <laughs> that's yeah. where everything. Yeah, <laughs> with the napkin. Don't forget the napkin. Yeah. You know, so, breaking bread and having a drink, it uh, doesn't hurt anything. Hey, Dustin, it's Lance. I got a quick question for you. Actually, two. Hey, Lance. So, how you doing? Good. Um, how many people are in your district, and then how many votes do you need to win? So, there's about 8,200 registered voters in our district. Okay. So, it, that, to win, um, you know, it's been what the turnout is and expecting a higher turnout in 2020, being that it's a presidential election. Realistically, it's probably around 3,500 votes. Isn't that amazing? So it's going to come down to exactly that. Yeah. And so I don't know. You're on the Republican side, I take it? Yes, I am. Yep. Yes, so am. you figure you got so many, you know, you know, hopefully so many Republican votes and then, you know, what, what, whatever percentage are independents. And so it's going to come down to exactly that, like 3,500, you're saying? Yeah. So, I mean, that's about what the, we're, we figure the number is going to be to, okay. to win. I mean, it could wow. be a little bit less depending on uh, voter turnout itself. So the way the district breaks up in 8,200 also is about 2,200 um, uh, registered Democrats, about uh, about 2,000 registered Democrats, about 2,200 registered independents or declined to states, and about 3,400 registered Republicans. There you go. Well, man. you got my vote. That's I'm going to vote early. I'm going to vote often, and I'm going to do everything I can to help you get elected. I really appreciate it. Do you have a website? Good luck. Yeah, it's uh, Dustin Trotter, 92071. Dustin Trotter, 92071.com. Spell Trotter. T-R-O-T-T-E-R. Very good. All right, buddy. Hey, thanks a lot for calling in, and thanks for supporting our show, and uh, we wish you all the luck. 
All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks. All right. So let's go ahead and take a quick break. You're listening to Racer Racer Radio, Gun Sports Radio, right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to Gun Sports Radio, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, Triton Gunsmithing. Boy, you need to check these guys out. Totally revamped their building. www.tritongunsmithing.com. You can find out hours, uh, addresses. You can get it all right at tritongunsmithing.com. If you uh, if you like to go hunting or get your guns repaired and a whole lot of upgrades and a whole lot more, tritongunsmithing.com. Go check them out. Tell me you heard it right here on Gun Sports Radio. Hey, how can you keep your AR rifle legal and keep your features? Well, if you want your AR to have a pistol grip, telescoping stock, foregrip, and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Whether you're buying a new AR or need to make your AR compliant, Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof your AR from all these horrible California gun laws. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check them out at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. This segment brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue, San Diego, California. 10 to 10, seven days a week. You can't beat them. Go to www.TheGunRangeSanDiego.com for all the information necessary, whether you're a first-time shooter or you've been shooting forever. You can't beat the Gun Range San Diego. They treat everybody equal. It's kind of like a Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. And with us today, we've got Casey, and he wants to talk about useful modifications versus pointless extra weight. Is that like putting a wing on the back of a front-wheel drive Civic? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That actually sounds like my, my new health program. We're working out. <laughs> yeah, you're doing really well on that, by the way. <laughs> All thanks, Dave. He's going to be on the cover of Muscle Magazine. You know what? You got about another week? That's right. All right, cool. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, well, you know, when it comes down to that, it's uh, there's a good old verb to it. Ounces equals pounds. Pounds equals pain. And you want to use what optics or what things are actually going to use on your firearm. You know, a lot of times people have an AR-15, they bring it into our range, and they'll have, like, a 25-power scope on this little 16-inch AR. I'm looking at, like, um, I mean, yes, you know, it's your rifle. You can do what you want, but is that really practical with that? Or is your front sight just going to be kind of, you know, creating a shadow in the optic? You know, you got to use the rifle to its potential. Um, one example of this, I saw it, uh, was it a few days ago before I went to SHOT Show, Guy came in there, he had flip-up iron sights on his AR, no optics, no, like, nothing like that. And then he had 45-degree offset flip-ups on the rifle. And I was looking at it like, well, you know, I, if your backup sights fail, then cool, you have 45-degree offset backup sights, but then where's your backup sight to your backup sight? You know, it's just <laughs> things you have to think about it. You know, if you want to say that, that, you know, oh, it's a backup to my backup, it's like, okay, well, when does it stop? You know, you have to think in a practical sense. You're just adding weight onto it that doesn't need to it. Or people get, which uh, is the bigger one that we only sell precision rifles, say like Bagars and the Ruger Precisions and whatnot. You know, they'll buy a $1,500 gun and then put a $100 airsoft scope on it and wondering why they can't hit the broadside of a barn at 25 yards with it. 
It's because when you you know, have a quality weapon like that, you need quality optics on it. You can't go cheap on it, or else you're just going to be blowing up your scopes, and then you're going to come back to me pissed off, like, why isn't gun shoot right? Well, you put an airsoft scope on it, man. Like, what do you want me to do? I feel like these are all pointed at me, Casey. I've, so far, I've made both these mistakes. Keep going. <laughs> I am I am personally attacking you. I'm sorry. It just, <laughs> it just has to be known like this. You know, it just comes down to it. Like, invest in what you're doing with it. Do some research before you go out there and think, oh, you know, $100 scope, I'll buy it. And then you come to look, you know, you buy it on eBay, and it's a plastic toy, which a lot of people do. You know, come to us. If you have any questions, just come into the gun ranges and just chew the fat with us. Start talking to us. We can direct you in a good area to go. Or, you know, when you're thinking about practicality, people that have AR or AR-15s in their home and whatnot, and they're thinking for home defense. I'm like, is that really optimal for home defense? Or is there another route you want to go? Like maybe get a pistol or a shotgun with it. Think of practicality. Or, uh, this is the good kicker, EOTech. EOTech, you know, they make night vision capable ones. People are like, oh, I want the one that I can use night vision with. Um, do you have night vision? You don't have any no. night vision. <laughs> are you going to get night vision? No, it's too expensive. I'm like, well, why are you going to spend the extra 500 bucks on a night vision capable optic if you don't have night vision? Yeah, just, or they'll do the same thing with IR lasers. Or just buy some magic beans. I mean, it'll, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. That's a big one. You know, when it comes to people always <laughs> That's what people call lasers nowadays is the beams. So they always ask us, oh, you got any pistols with beams on them? I'm like, uh, no, I don't really like lasers on pistols just because it kind of gives you bad habits. For up close, I can understand it. But, you know, if it works for you, great. If it's just for it to look cool, me personally, I would rethink it and get something more practical that would actually benefit you as a shooter. Now, do you, there's kind of this rule of thumb out there that you should spend about as much on glass as you did on your gun. Is that just kind mm-hmm. of a is that exactly. a is that a, is that a, a guideline or what do you think is there something to that? It, it is it is a good rule of thumb with that. You know, we have a lot of people. Uh, Mike, one of our other sales associates, he does some long range shooting, and he always says, "Hey, you buy a thousand dollar gun, you put a hundred dollar optic on it, you have a hundred dollar gun because you're not using it to its potential, and it's gonna break the optic. So you want to be up there. You know, if you buy a thousand dollar gun or above that, you want to be at least in the eight hundred to thousand dollar range, which isn't hard to do because most of the glass out there that's good quality is going to be up in that point. Yeah, but again, I, it's just investing in it. I actually bought a Steyr. You'll know what this is, and I'm not going to. We're not mm-hmm. going to. We're not going to say how much it costs because my wife is listening. <laughs> but it's a, a Steyr SSG04 in 300 Win Mag, and part. Mm. Of, yeah, it's a nice gun. I love it. It's great. Um, but part of the reason I bought it is that it came with a cheap. Uh, Chinese uh, knockoff of a Mark IV, and yeah. I got about—I ser- seriously got about ten rounds through that of 300 Win Mag, and it shook the uh, uh, scope completely apart. <laughs> yep. Which, which, yep. which, by the way, now makes a Steyr SSG 04. It now makes it completely useless because there are no it's 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 it's, it's uh, optics or nothing. There's that, no front sight. Exactly. No, yeah. That's why we're doing this segment. There you go. <laughs> you, you'll see things like that. You know, you'll you'll find deals online where you buy a bolt action rifle and it'll come with a scope, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, it's already a scope set up." I'm like, well, not necessarily, because most of the scopes are going to be you know very very low quality and just kind of a selling point. Invest in it. You know, if you're going to do it, figure out what uh, optic is going to work for you, what you're actually going to use it for. So we actually have, it's kind of funny, one of our rental rifles we have in here is a through 8 bolt action, and we have a red dot on it just because, hey, we're 25-yard range. I'm not going to put a 20-power scope on it 
and then just say, hey, good luck. People will be smoking the ceiling left and right with it. But there's actually a purpose for that. A lot of people have come in, I've seen it before, you know, they'll put a uh, uh, Trijicon uh, RCO or an ACOG, you want to say it, or a four-power scope on a shotgun, and they're just sitting there using buckshot out of it. I'm like, uh, I mean, cool, that works for you, but is it is it kind of taking away from the purpose of that gun? You know, if it's distracting you where you're kind of getting, you know, tunnel vision with this shotgun, it's not really using it in a practical sense. And it's just heavy. Well, I took a you know I took a four day shotgun class years ago, and I had a, it's a Mossberg five hundred. I had absolutely nothing mm-hmm. on it. I had nothing on it. Not a side saddle. Not an optic. It was just a straight out of the box Mossberg five hundred. Four day class. It seemed like everybody else in this class had you know everything hanging off their shotgun, mm-hmm. and I was intimidated. I thought, oh my gosh, he's got a sight, and he's got a thing, and he's got a TV, and he's got a coffee maker. I don't yeah. know what else they. One's have. got a jacuzzi. Yeah, he's got you know. So, but. We got about, I'm going to say, maybe 40, 50 rounds into the class, and everybody had like a ring of stuff around their feet because it had all fallen uh-huh. off their shotgun. You know, exactly. it, looked like a, it looked like a yard sale. So, you know. Yeah, good old brilliance and the basics, you know. If that stuff works for you down the road, you know, cool. But at least make sure it's something quality on there that's not going to get shooken off by the recoil. A lot of people don't really understand that with, you know, big caliber bolt action and the stuff. It's not a semi-auto where you get a nice big buffer in the back that takes away a lot of that recoil. That gun and receiver is taking all the brute force, and it will shake your guns clean. It will shake the optics loose. It'll blow out the optics if it's not quality shockproof optics. And then, you know, the only person you get mad at is yourself for spending, you know, 100 bucks, 200 bucks on an optic that lasts you 10 rounds. This is something I could talk about a lot. I'm sorry I keep coming in, but this, oh, is, yeah. this is something I'm really passionate about. I like talking about you know, finding some kind of device that goes on a gun and then trashing it after it doesn't work. I love that. <laughs> you know, I always tell people, though, if you're going to buy a gun, uh, most people, you know, say, oh, you know, I'm going to go to the range. They're going to have fun with it. I might carry it, whatever. But everybody always says, and, you know, it might be my bump in the night gun. And I always I tell people pretty much, uh, you know, when they're, when they're buying a gun, yeah, buy the gun, you know, buy the ammo, buy the training. But, you know, I got to tell you, you need to set aside a couple bucks for a flashlight. I think a flashlight, especially mm-hmm. on a handgun, is pretty crucial, uh, especially to... Very, exactly. So I, do, you, do, you, do you recommend that as well, or is there anything in particular that I you... Th- okay. Well, is there anything else that yeah, you I recommend, do. like, hey, this has to happen? For Well, it depends on what type of firearm. Some pistols are pretty much set up. Um, Glocks, I, I'm carrying a Glock right now on my hip. I have a Glock 19. I change out the sights on them, so I have a nice fiber optic sight on mine. My eye goes straight to it and pull it up and I have an Olight weapon light on mine. So that's my setup for my pistol because it works for me. Now, lights aren't for everybody. I mean, if if you're going to use it as your home defense one, excellent. But if it's just your kind of plinker, you don't need it. I mean, it does have extra weight on the end of the barrel, which helps you kind of keep a little bit flatter. But, again, it goes back to that practicality use. Are you actually going to use it or intend to use it, or you just want it to look cool in the range? We have a... I don't know what company makes these, but they have brass knuckle foregrips. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. Picture, yeah, I have a picture of a guy's AR that has brass knuckle foregrips. He has bipods on it. Oh, you know, he had a secondary foregrip also, and he has a little red dot on it. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. hey, man, hey, man, if it looks cool for you, there you go. Just, I would never, I would never do that to mine. Just hanging on the wall. Don't bother shooting it. Yeah, Casey, much. thank you very much for taking time out of your Sunday. I know you're working yeah. hard. Gun range, the gun range, San Diego, folks. He's there until ten o'clock. 
go down there, tell him what a great job he's doing, and he'll hook you up on a great deal, whether it's uh, a gun, ammo, training, or a shirt, or what have you. The Gun Range San Diego has it all. Check out their website, thegunrangesandiego.com. And like I said, go down and say hi to Casey. He'll be there all night. Thanks, bud. Have a good one, guys. All right, we're going to take a small break. We come back. We got a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. This is Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. He's Lance. Joe and Mike right here on FM 961 AM 1170. We are the answer. And do you or any of your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearm, or other weapons for personal protection? Or do you or are you going to get a CCW? Well, if you're involved in an incident, what is your plan to pay for bail and the expensive lawyer costs? We'll talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection. For less than $10 a month, you will have a piece of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com. That's firearmslegal.com. All right. Hey, we've got uh, uh, Stan the Gunman. He was, wasn't able to call in today. Nope. Snowed in. Couldn't. He, well, actually, that's probably what he's doing. He's, he's out shoveling snow because I know how much he loves that. It's pretty cold over there. So, who yeah. have you got on as a special guest? Well, you know, we were talking during the break, uh, you know, Joe, Mike, and I about, um, you know, the, the sheriff. Uh, the, we've got, what, 2,100 people yep. so far for the CCW. And, and you know, it's, it's a really big deal. And so, one thing to get a CCW, it's another thing that, uh, you know, what are you going to do as we talk about if, you know, there is an incident, how are you going to take care of yourself? And so, we have a terrific sponsor, and that's Scott Yarbrough. He's with uh, Firearms Legal Protection. He was nice enough to call in so we could, wow. you know, kind of... Pick his brains a little bit there. So, I, so Scott, thanks for calling in, man. Oh, thanks for having me. How we doing? Yeah, real good, real good. Excellent. So, Scott, you know, tell us a little bit, you know, why people should really look at firearms legal protection, you know, when they when they own a, a firearm. Well, unfortunately, most people don't realize the aftermath if they have to actually use a weapon to defend mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. We're all pretty familiar with going through training and, and getting that aspect of it. But when it comes to actually pulling the trigger, most of us just know what we've seen off the, the movies or off the news, which isn't always exactly correct. Right. Wow. So, OK, ten dollars a month for the whole family. Really? Yeah, well, we, no, that's, that's your individual plan. Oh, so what I we see. wanted to do was come out with a product that everybody can afford. We figure if you can't afford $10 a month, then you probably can't afford to be going to the range and practicing, so why would you be having the gun to defend yourself to begin with? And then we have other packages that go up to cover the family as well. And so, Scott, what, tell us what happens. So somebody signs up for your plan, and then, you know, a few months later, gosh, forbid something happens, and so they've got a card, I guess, they keep in yeah, their wallet. Yeah, what's the process? What happens? Yeah, so, so all our members have a uh, membership card, and the real important thing on the back of that card is a 24-7 emergency hotline number. So what that is is as soon as an event takes place, our member calls that number. The only person that can answer that phone is one of our attorneys. So the real big deal about that is that you've got attorney-client privilege immediately on the phone. They also have somebody who knows what they're doing dispensing legal advice to them. So the point of that call is to figure out what happened and then dispatch a local attorney out to the actual scene. 
And then what kind of uh, um, information do you give somebody who's a member about, uh, you know, how to, I don't want to use the word coach them necessarily, but, you know, on telling them what to do and what to say, you know, to the officers. And at what point do they say, hey, I've got to call my firearms legal protection people? So one of our big things that we tell everybody, we do seminars across the country on what to actually do if you get involved in a shooting, but our attorneys go over, you know, to call 911 and say the absolute minimum. And on the back of the card, it actually has what to say when you speak to the dispatcher hey. and what to say when you when you talk to the police in case you haven't talked to the attorney beforehand. Yeah, that's important. And then, and so someone calls in and then they talk to an attorney and that's great. They have attorney uh, client privilege, you know, right off the bat. Uh, what happens from there? So that attorney is going to figure out where that person is, make sure they're safe. They're also going to give them immediate legal advice to say, hey, when the police get there, this is what I want you to tell them. So now they're getting advice from their attorney to move forward. And that attorney is going to get off the phone because our attorney network could be anywhere the one that answers it. They're going to figure out geographically where you're at and then launch a local attorney to you. So our way of doing things a little bit different than everybody else. Instead of having one attorney for the state of California, we want to have local attorneys that know the judges, know the prosecutors, know the system mm. that are going to be the ones showing up to be able to help you out. Oh, great. And so what does your plan cover and what does it not cover? So we cover the use of, of all legal weapons. So if you're no matter what state you're in, we're covering you. It doesn't just have to be a gun. I know it's been a, a kind of an uphill battle with San Diego being able to get your CCW there and things have been getting better. But if you don't even have your, your CCW license, but you had another legal weapon and defended yourself, we're covering you. And so what we do is we cover all of your attorney fees from the very beginning to the very end. So we're uncapped, unlike an insurance product. We don't have a deductible. It's um, uncapped from the very beginning to the very end. So does the consumer pay for everything up front and then you reimburse them? Or how does that go? No. No. So, the, so that's more of the way of an insurance plan would work. So the way it is is members are buying in to being a, a, a prepaid legal program for our members. So they pay their dues either monthly or annual. We have both options to help mm-hmm. with budgets. And then um, if after that, there's nothing else ever comes out of their pocket. Everything comes out of our pocket wow. directly to the local attorneys or the bail bond agents. There's no reimbursement in the program. Wow. And they pay, you pay for bail also? Yeah, so our basic plan, what we wanted to do is have that plan that's nine ninety five a month that is going to cover everybody. We, we think it's absolutely ridiculous that people are scared out of carrying a firearm legally mm-hmm. because they're worried about the aftermath. Right. But we wanted to have that kind of peace of mind. Hopefully they never have to use us, but if they do, they're not worried about where they're going to get their attorneys because that's going to be your biggest legal expense. And we also have our premium plans, which include all of our different options, which are things like bail bond protection, the other necessary things that you're going to need if you actually go through an incident. Okay, and then under the premium plan, what does it not cover? Well, the, the only thing that it's, it's not going to, to cover is if you intentionally commit a crime. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And the reason we did that is we only have six more minutes left in the show, and if you told us all the things that it covered, you'd be in the next show. Well, you've got the criminal side, and you have the and then you have the civil side. Right. Right. So, so you're talking about a criminal attorney and a civil attorney? Yep, and we're, we're paying both of those uncapped at the very beginning, very end. Uncapped. That is oh, that, yes. absolutely huge. And so John Dillon. We don't cover. Yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. So we're not going to cover it. If you go ahead and you choose to settle or you end up having to pay, we're not going to go to jail for you and we, we can't pay your, <laughs> your fines for you. But we're, you don't have to ever settle or worry about you're running out of money because everything's going to be uncapped. That is huge. And at, at some point, do, do you guys ever involve, like if someone had umbrella insurance? You know, homeowners and uh, no, 
We haven't had to do that because the, the problem with uh, any homeowner clauses is um, it has to be determined it's not a crime before they can start reimbursing. Okay. You would have to come out of money and then have the criminal court say that it's deemed not an intentional act so that insurance can cover it. The difference with us is we're funding it immediately from the second that the incident happens until it's all over. Right. So let, let me just take 20 seconds to recap. So an incident happens, you, you got to get bailed out, you got to get an attorney, there are court fees. There are expert uh, fees, uh, and again, the attorney's charging. You cover all that soup to nuts for for just the monthly uh, nine ninety five. Is that is that is that accurate? No, that, that's the yeah. That starts out with the basic plan, and then the premium plan goes up, up from there. That includes a whole bunch of uh, of other options. But but you cover all that. You cover the court fees, the expert fees, the legal fees, the bail. All that's covered. Yeah, we do incensing, cleanup protection. We even even do lost wages reimbursement and firearm confiscation payment, as well as having a, a mobile app to help everybody when they travel to know what they can and can't do in that state as far as carrying a, a weapon of any kind. That's wow. outstanding. Yeah, that yeah. mobile app is pretty cool. You got I, it? Yeah. yeah, I do have it. You pay parking? <laughs> <laughs> hey. For you, for you, Dave. You never know. The, yeah. the car guy. Yeah, the app yeah, is well, really cool. Yeah, the car guy, yeah. Yeah, the app is really cool. It's that is amazing. For cities. I mean, space. Joe and I looked at a bunch of these programs, and uh, I, I mean, it really is pretty outstanding what you guys do. Everybody's got their pluses and minuses. There are right. some other good programs out there. There are some really bad programs out there, but it, it's pretty amazing what FLP does. So let me ask, let me ask you this. Uh, so if let's just say – Somebody, you know, apply. Now, do you have to apply? Do you vet these people? Do you look into their background? Or how does that go? No, the only thing that uh, that restrains us is uh, what states we, that we can sell in. So gotcha. as long as they're a state we can operate in, there's just a simple membership application that's not a approval or denial. It's just filling okay. it out and, and paying for it, and you're an active member. That is absolutely amazing. And hopefully business is growing. Oh, tremendously. <laughs> pretty, yeah, that's great. pretty scary, huh? Yeah, probably more so in California than anywhere. But probably that's not the case because there's a lot of people that are allowed to carry guns in the other states. And, you know, your service would be highly recommended. My gosh, that's amazing. Keep up the good work, my man. Thank you. You got a website or something, Scott? Sure. It's firearmslegalprotection.com. There you go. Are you going to be in town doing any seminars one of these days? Yeah, let us know ahead of time so you can come on. That sounds good. We'll do that. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to do a seminar in San Diego? <laughs> yep. Yeah. We're actually talking. Scott, do you cover uh, Orange County as well? Are you up in, Is that you? Yes, we're up there as well. Because we're actually talking about doing some seminars up there under Orange County Gun Owners. You guys did a really great job for us last spring in San Diego and brought out John Korea. And I, I thought that went really, really well. I really appreciate it. Yeah, so, and Terry is, uh, has gone ahead and expanded out the attorney network up in Orange County, up into uh, L.A. as well. So awesome. we're really excited to get everybody involved. And this spring is when we're hoping to get seminars really going again. Cool. Well, hey, keep up the good work. Reach out to us anytime you got updated news. We would love to support you. You're doing the right thing, and thank you very much. Yeah, we appreciate your sponsorship. Thank you, guys. All right, folks. Hey, we're going to go ahead and hit the dusty trail, as they say. And before I go... We want to thank all of our sponsors, the San Diego County Gun Owners. That's SanDiegoCountyGunOwners.com. $10 a month. You can be totally protected. The Gun Range San Diego, CAFirearmsLaw.com, Firearms Legal, TritonGunsmithing.com, and Cali Key right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 96, 1 AM 1170. We are the answer. And make sure you come back next week for a wild and woolly show.
Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.